Hello, welcome to this week's Therapy For Me. And if I sound a little bit more croaky than normal, it's just because I'm about to go and pour the tea and I've not had anything to drink as yet. So I was just seeing if I could get this done before the tea was ready, which is pretty much bang on this minute. So I'll nip off now, do that. You'll get a bit of twangy guitar, by which time I'll be back. I wanted to start by updating you a bit from last week's episode, but well, is it an update? Not really. It's more about saying thank you to everybody who pitched in um, with comments. Uh, I had a a lot of really, really great comments, really interesting um, what people were saying. It seems that uh, I'm I'm probably not going uh, completely bonkers, Um, though I guess also I've got a bit of a home crowd. Um, in this respect, so I probably, I probably kind of hoped that people come back um, with some support, and I absolutely, you know, got that. I also had a few comments that made me think a little bit about whether everything had been done as well as it could have been done, and I don't think it, I don't think it was in these situations. Of course, it gets it gets very difficult, very emotive, very quickly. Um, but I think, broadly speaking, most people were able to distinguish and see that there was a line there and a, a line that was that was was crossed I guess um, in terms of where we are um, it seems to have settled down a little bit it, we had a, a very fraught weekend um, last weekend with everything um, and I ended up uh, addressing a group of, uh, of of parents the under eight parents um, in, last week when we we held an impromptu training session with them um, and I think one of the things that absolutely came to light was that um, because of the way the procedure has to be followed in the, you know, in in the in the case in the in the way it had to be followed through, it left a little bit of a vacuum, and that vacuum is obviously not a good place. People then, you know, are upset that they're not hearing anything, um, and are concerned about what's going to happen to things like football for their children, which is perfectly understandable. So uh, being able to start to interact. Um, with with the well, at least one group of parents who would be affected um, by the decision uh, to remove the coach from um, from from getting involved in club activity was 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 really really um, useful and ultimately positive. And we've we've opened up a line of communication. I organised a WhatsApp group this week um, for those parents, and we also put a training session on on Thursday night, and we were able to take this group of, uh, of children to see the training facility we've just signed up for that we're going to be using for the next decade for winter training, which they'd not, man- they'd not for whatever reason, they'd not get, you know, got to see as yet. So that, that all worked out really well. And we had a really good session uh, with them on, on, on Thursday night. And there's a number of coaches, including myself, who are going to help that group get through to the end of the season. So I think it's looking, I think it's looking very positive and I think it looks like it's the right decision. And actually, it will mark a bit of a turning point for the football club. Um, I think we're going to really make an effort now to get behind a lot of processes that maybe we've kind of known were there, but perhaps didn't actually, you know, talk about and get behind with it with as much enthusiasm as we should have done. So we're really going to we're going to talk about player player contracts, uh, parent contracts, coach contracts, and really lay down what the expectation is for everybody. Uh, involved in junior football in our particular 
in our particular club. So with all of that, I think there's a real good a real good possibility that it'll all be fine. And everybody who was involved, um, you know, or has been involved so far on that basis is is happy to continue. So I think it's the it's the right the right thing to do. Um and then we'll see where we get to. But certainly mentally a different place now than than I guess I was when I recorded last week. Um I think there's there's a lot we can go over to kind of understand if we did the right thing. And 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 I, I do see there's two sides to this. And I do see that it's not it's not black and white. Um, but I do think at this point what the, the club's done is the club has just said, or the group of people who are you're volunteering to organise and to, to run the club have said safeguarding is now, it, will, it will always was, but is absolutely priority number one. And, and, and we stand behind that. And if we haven't got that, then, then we haven't got a club. Tuesday. I think the whole Donald Trump situation with regard to the arrest um, and whether the crime he's committed is a misdemeanor or a felony um, is really, really fascinating because I'm, I'd be the fir- first person to say this guy is guilty of a lot of things. And I get the whole Al Capone thing in terms of you go after him with something small and that snowballs. I get all that. And I know there's ongoing investigations. But I, I just don't know if this is the right thing. I don't know if they've gone too early. I'm really not sure. I've I've um, I've listened to quite a lot about the actual. I know they're trying they they're, they're trying to make the assumption that because you know an NDA agreement or hush money whatever you want to call it was paid to Stormy Daniels um, a decade after the alleged affair that somehow because it was that was all done in the days leading up to the um, the election. Then, then somehow that was campaign finance. They're trying to link it to be, you know, uh, impropriety around campaign finance, rather than necessarily being, you know, an NDA or hush money, which is is, is perfectly legal. It, it it might feel morally reprehensible, but it's but it's perfectly perfectly legal. Um, and and I just don't know whether, and I know they've tried to play it all down and not make it a huge sideshow, but of course. The other side of all this is how this is going to be used by um, the Trump campaign moving forward. They've raised quite a bit of cash on the back of this already, I understand. And it and it potentially plays well for him here. Um, so I, I just, I can't quite get a sense of it yet. Um, I can't quite, quite get that sense that it's it's the right thing at the right time. Now, there's the argument that there's other investigations going on. This might still not be the first investigation that goes to court. There's the whole um, situation with regard to the documents, that the whole situation is still bubbling around with regard to the um, the siege of the Capitol. So there's lots more around Trump that that's going to see the light of day. But do you martify um, the man? And that's the bit I'm not quite sure about. Um, and I would welcome opinion. I'd really welcome opinion from those of you who are local to this, because you know I've tried to get two or three sources, um, and I've listened to people on both sides of the argument being interviewed. But I'm, I still don't know if I'm missing anything. And you'll you'll be getting this rolling twenty four seven, in the same way we would on some of the Brexit stuff. So um, you know, fundamentally, I mean, because the other side of this is if he has committed. 
a crime, then he's not above the law. So I get that. You can't allow him to be above the law. But should this have just been a misdemeanor? Should this have been something that probably would have stuck, probably would have, um, you know, sort of a, a fine would have been the, the, the potential outcome, probably would have gone through without any real issue. It probably wouldn't have hurt him a great deal, um, but it probably wouldn't have worked in his favour either. And it would still have been something that you could have used as a pattern of behaviour further down the line. That's the bit I, I'm not quite sure on, whether whether it's just been too much too soon. Uh, I suppose we'll we'll find out, and I suppose we'll get to know a little bit more. Uh, and he was, you know, he was very subdued uh, in court, uh, and, and it was you know, that that it was that was seen as a relatively sombre experience. I mean, I guess the only thing you could go in this is he's then also he has been spouting off left, right, centre about witch hunts and conspiracy and all those kind of things, and making some very disparaging remarks you know, about the district attorney, about the judge in the case, about the links to various people, you know, about how how dirty all of this is. And of course, that is that will fire up his base, but that will that will put him that'll put a lot of other people off. There's no change in behaviour there. Post um you know, post January sixth, there's no there's no more humility than than there ever was. So I guess that plays in. But you also don't want to add credence to the whole witchcraft thing either and witchcraft which witchcraft that'd be interesting witch hunt thing either so ooh, interesting one interesting one over to you people who live live you know local to give us all a bit more information if you can wednesday now of course after saying all that about trump and asking for some input from people who are local to it i'm going to be wall to wall it um, as from Monday onwards, because I'm flying to California on Monday. And if you've listened to the podcast right from the beginning, you'll know that what prompted the very, very first TFM was the fact that I wouldn't be going to an event in, in Anaheim called the NAM Show. Now, uh, the NAM Show is the um, the biggest global show for the music instrument industry. And uh, NAM stands for North American Music Merchants, and it's the it's the equivalent of the MIA. So the trade association that I work for in the UK, this is the American equivalent of the MIA, and they have a very, very big, very glitzy, very razzmatazz event. And it's and it's next week, and I actually fly on Easter Monday. And it it marks a bit of a, a, a real arc. In fact, if ever there was a week to stop TFM, and not that I'm going to, um, but if ever there was a week to stop TFM, it probably would be this week, because this, this, this does, to a certain extent, bring us full circle with with the original story. Um, and so I'm looking forward to really being back in that space, being back with a lot of people that I, um, I mean, fortunately I'm still seeing because through the MIA work, I'm actually in touch with, you know, all the people I was in touch with before, but to see them in that environment, to be back in that space, to be sat around the the pool at the Sheraton, you know, having, having mid morning uh, coffee or uh, a, sort of an iced, a nice beverage of an afternoon, chatting to people, and then going back in and doing the trade hall a bit more. It's going to be, it's going, it's going to be absolutely great. Um, I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to it. So I'm, I'm in that prep process of getting myself ready for, for the flight on Monday. I'm still looking, not looking forward to the flight. I'm not a big fan of flying. Um, I I pre I've done the maths. I appreciate that the chances of anything happening on the plane are very 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 slim. But it doesn't stop me not 
liking being up there. Uh, there's something very, very unpleasant about being in a tin box at 35,000 feet. Um, but other than that, and other, other than, you know, and, and the thing with the flying is that at the point when you get, the point where you get okay with it, you just get bored. So at the point where you, so you, you know, I have a first kind of couple hours of being a bit on edge and then I calm down because I think, well, there's nothing I can do. I'm here. It's okay. We're not getting bumped around. It's fine. And then look at my watch and go, but I've still got 10 hours to go. But outside of that, everything else, it will be, will be really great, really interesting. It'd be, be great to be back. And as I say, just that, that whole notion of, of circularity in terms of what it means for TFM. <laughs> I was out for a walk um, listening to this week's Corona Diaries just before it went out and I walked past a sign I'd never seen before, um, which is amazing because I walked past this sign literally hundreds of times um, and it was for a place called Trinity Court and Trinity Court is next door to uh, one of the churches in the village and you will have a place like this near where you live. Uh, if you live in the UK, you absolutely will. Um, and what these are, they're normally sort of squarish buildings. Um, and they're subdivided into flats. And the flats normally have a lounge and a bedroom and a bathroom and a small kitchen. And they're that transition place um, for people as they get older. So as they get to the point where they can't cope with, um, you know, gardens and they can't cope with too many flights of stairs and all those kind of things... You, you're encouraged to move into these kind of retirement flats. And it's a part of a downsizing process. And it's that that kind of step along in kind of the care process as well, to a certain extent, because you, you're, you're kind of having somewhere you can manage a little bit easier. Um, and they often have, you know, things in there like alarms and, and all those kind of things and, and, and maybe a, commu- a communal space as well. So there's maybe a space within this thing where everybody can get together and play cards or, you know, play board games or do whatever people of that age do when they get together in a room. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I mean, if, you, if you've read The Thursday Murder Club, it could be absolutely anything. Um, it's Thursday Murder Club, isn't it? Is it Tuesday Murder Club? Whichever one of those names it is anyway. Um, but the thing that struck me about all this was, um, I've always, I mean, if you see the pictures for these things and if you see them, you know, it, the, normally there's a, there's a couple on there. It's always a couple. Uh, and it's always, um, in terms of that couple, it's always a male and a female. And they, invariably that's kind of, you know, um, he'll be wearing a shirt and a, and a, and a jumper and a pair of slacks. And she'll be wearing sort of something similar kind of thing. They're very coordinated, often in pastels. And, uh, you know, grey-haired, great teeth, um, tanned. You look at looking healthy, but absolutely looking sort of late 60s, early 70s, I would say. That, that's, the kind of, that's the kind of picture they're, they're presenting. And I, I walked past this sign for Trinity Court, which doesn't have one of those kind of you know, pictures on it, but you know the kind of thing I'm talking about. Um, the the same sort of thing that's all about. Um, you know, when you see the adverts for, you know, selling your house and 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 or selling your property, but keeping the equity and all those kind of things. Same sort of thing. And and I read the sign as I went past, and it said, um, you know, retirement flats, luxury one to two bedroom luxury retirement flats, available for people fifty five and over. 
and I'm 52 and it and and I just I I did that double take and and it was like that's where you want me now in three years time that's where you think I'm I am going to want to be but more importantly that's where you see me being now that's the that's the little the the smaller box you want to put me in and it really did kind of stop me in my tracks a little bit um because I'd not I'd not even given it a moment's thought that actually I was heading towards that being closer to my future than 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 where I am now I mean we've talked about whether we we move house whether we you know where we maybe buy something a bit bigger because we're both both working from home and maybe you know it'd be nice to have a bit more garden and what have you not not shrinking everything down in that kind of you know steady but relentless march to the grave so that came as a bit of a shock friday i thought i'd finish sign off for easter by giving you a bit of a dad update um obviously we're a a couple of weeks now uh since his his surgery um and he's been doing fine we've had a couple of little blips along the way but nothing out of what you'd expect, had a little infection around his, um, around his, uh, his, his, his wound, his incision uh, wound. Uh, he's been on some antibiotics for that, but that seems to be settling down quite nicely. That threw him off his food for a couple of days, and then generally getting used to life after the you know the surgery that he had because it's going to be life altering in that respect as in his life will not be the same rather than you know uh, it's going to it's going to affect um, you know. Um, the end of his life or, or the remaining part of his life in you know but it's it's day to day his life has changed there's no doubt about it, uh, that um but the, the update i really wanted to give you was um we've got a long way to go it, 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 you know and he's 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 lost you know a bit of weight and he needs to get his strength back but we all went to bramall lane yesterday we all went to the football yesterday we saw sheffield united beat wigan 1-0 and, you know, he could well be very tired today. But the fact is, he did it. We went, we parked up, um, we we had a, a short walk. I dro- well, I, I dropped him and Josh off uh, just outside Cafe Nero. We went and had a coffee. We sat in the sunshine and, and had a coffee for half an hour. And then we had a slow walk down to the ground. Uh, and then we watched the game. And then he walked part way back and I got the car and fetched him. Um, from from the the Waitrose that's quite close to Bramble Lane, so he didn't have to walk as far. Plus, he wanted a few things from from Waitrose, so um, that was a big that was a big step. When he came out, um, he said to me, "I want to make that football match." At which point, I kind of did that thing that you do as a carer, where you turn around and said, "That's not happening. You ain't getting that. Will never happen. It's only it's only a couple of weeks away. That's not going to happen." Uh, but it did, and we managed it, and. You know, he's already looking forward to going again um, next Saturday. He's going to go with Josh while I'm not here. Um, and then, you know, we've we've booked tickets to go to Wembley for the FA Cup semi-final. Now, every one of these things is still open to debate. We'll, we'll deal each, you know, just because he went yesterday does not mean he'll go to the next one. We, we, we'll treat everything, you know, based on how his recovery is at the time. But um, it was... Of all the places, I that's one, that's one of the places I see my dad, and to see my dad back there is a, is a very very positive thing. In fact, I've probably spent more time with my dad at the football than any other physical location. I would probably argue, 
Um, so to, to, to be back there with him was a was a, a, a really, really big deal and a nice way to, to finish off the week and a nice way to run into the Easter weekend. Um, so I wish you all a, a very, 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 very um, pleasant Easter. I hope you managed to get... Um, well, I hope you managed to do whatever you want to do, um, really. Um, I'm going to be madly packing and driving on Monday, so it's going to be a slightly strange one for me. But then I'm also doing something that, you know, I've I've that's been a bit thing in my life quite a few years in terms of getting back to doing NAM. So that's all all positive. And then I'll try and bring you some some kind of different audio from from California next week. Uh, take care. I'll see you all soon. If you've enjoyed therapy for me, then please subscribe and share as you see fit. This has been an A Short Stories production.